0: Welcome to the Vineyard Northridge Weekly Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by our senior pastor, Neil Haney. For more information about our church, visit our website at vineyardnorthridge.org or find us on social media at Vineyard Northridge. We as a race are living through untrodden territory. World leaders, world health experts, News media, even spiritual leaders, are un, they're not exactly sure what to do in response to this pandemic we call the coronavirus. For example, I've heard well-respected spiritual leaders, Christian leaders in our country say two different opposing things. Some say that uh, God is not the author of illness. He's not the author of death. And so this coronavirus can't be from him. And he will bring good out of it. Uh, On the other side of the spectrum, I've heard a really good talk about how this is a plague from God that is used to bring about repentance and bring God's church to repentance and purify the bride of Christ. And both make a very good case for what they're saying. And I don't want to get into that argument today. I just want to talk about... Something that the Lord has put on my heart regarding the times that we're living through and how to respond to the Lord and how He responds to us in a time like this. As I was reading and praying, my mind went to two simple verses in the Old Testament. Now, even though this is Old Testament stuff, this is a, a principle of the kingdom, it's a principle of God's people that is timeless. And it is uh, from the book of Proverbs. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. It simply says this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. And he will make your path straight. This is a guideline for such a time as this. It's from the, the word of God and it's timeless. I want to zero in on four points. But I want to... Specifically, kind of delve into seven key words in this passage that are very profound and I think bottom line truth. First of all, Solomon is the wisest man that ever lived before Jesus. And he says this, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Two words there that I want to look at, trust and Lord. First of all, I want to talk about the Lord. Uh, Dennis Kozlov, who spoke last time, said, told me today as we were talking about this verse, he said, you realize that the word Lord is the word Yahweh, which is the covenant name of God. It's the the name that God gave to uh, Moses as he was going back to deliver the people from Egypt. And he said, God, who who do I say that you are? These people don't know who you are. They've, They've heard of all these gods in Egypt. What's your name? And he said, my name is Yahweh, which means I am that I am. And it was God's covenant name. He says, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And he says, tell the people of Israel, Yahweh, I am, has sent you. And so that word is a covenant word. It's a, it's a, it's a title, a name for God to his covenant people. And only people in covenant with God can really claim this verse. Can really trust the Lord, Yahweh, with all their hearts. The word trust means Literally to take refuge in. It's to be totally confident in someone. It's to be sure of. Bold in hope towards someone. And so what Solomon is saying is that God, Yahweh, the Lord, is totally trustworthy. That's the name of my message today. Totally trustworthy. And this God we can trust with all our hearts. Solomon said so. He's the wisest man and he says, if you are in covenant with this God, then you can have total confident trust in the Lord and trust him with your entire heart, your entire life, with your family, with your finances. In times of of trouble, in times of prosperity, you can trust in this God completely. You know, Jesus told us that God was our father. And then Romans 8 says that the Holy Spirit comes into our hearts and leads us. As we walk through this Christian life, and He comes uh, into our hearts and helps us to cry to God, the, the Father, Papa God or, or Daddy God, and so we're actually we actually have a God who is a good Daddy. I was uh, I'm I'm a dad. I'm a father, and I love my kids. And we used to play together. And one of the things that we played was the the kids would I would have them stand on the arm of a, of, of the couch and fall backwards into my arms. And, of course, as a a good dad, I would never let them fall past my arms. I would never let them hit the ground. And, uh, you know, as much as they trusted me, as much as they knew I loved them, it was always a little bit hard to actually let go with their eyes closed and fall backwards. And they would always kind of bend a little bit and shake a little bit before they would let go. But they always knew I would catch them, and I always caught them. I heard the story of this man who said that when he was little... His dad had him do the same thing, stand on the arm of the couch. He said, I want you to fall backwards. And when the son fell, the dad step, stepped out of the way and let him hit the ground. And he said, let that be a lesson to you, son. Never trust anyone. What a horrible dad. Which, which kind of dad is our God? Which kind of dad is the, is the God that, that Solomon is talking about? I believe he's the kind of dad that will always catch us. And so when we come into crises, like times like this when 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 the, the or when, when Solomon says trust in the Lord with all your heart if you are in covenant with him you can trust him to get you through this you can trust him completely that he is not going to step out of the way and let you hit the ground and then he says don't lean on your own understanding it's kind of a contrast leaning uh, means to kind of rest in, fall back into uh, rely on, rest on uh, um, and, and it's kind of like Laying on your bed, like just completely giving yourself over to lying on something, resting on something. And he says, don't, don't do that with your own understanding, with your own wisdom. The word is it's really wisdom. Uh, understanding is wisdom or knowledge as contrasted with, with knowing God. Knowledge, uh, if you remember that the temptation in the Garden of Eden was to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That's kind of like just knowing or understanding with human with the human mind things, good and evil, and just determining and deciding on our own what's good and bad. And uh, he says don't do that. Don't lean on your own understanding because it's not trustworthy. I remember when I was little, we lived at the top of a hill when I was in, in uh, preschool and, and early grade school. And I had a wagon. I had a red wagon. I think it was a flyer wagon. And uh, I got some boards out of the basement and I... Uh, and I got some lawn chairs and, and some some tarp and I and I made a car where I would put the board on the top of the wagon and I would put the lawn chairs up around the kind of leaning against each other to make the sides in the back. And then I would put one lawn chair upside down where I was looking through the leg like the windshield with legs like the windshield. And then I would cover it with a tarp, and somehow I would get in there and I would push off and I would ride down that hill. And as the wagon would ride down the hill and bump. The thing be- would become very unstable, the board would slide off. At some point the wheel would turn, the wagon would flip, and lawn chairs and tarp and boards and everything would go flying, and of course I'd go rolling across the ground. I think that the Lord is saying it through this uh, passage that if we lean on our own understanding, life kind of becomes like that. Like, like it just, things can fall apart when we're tr- trusting our own, uh, figuring everything out on our own without trusting Him. And so then he says in in, uh, verse 6, In all your ways know him. acknowledge. Most translations say acknowledge him. I was studying the scripture a number of years ago, and I got to that word acknowledge, and I really was trying to figure it out. And I called, I knew that I could call on an old uh, professor of mine from seminary who was an Old Testament professor, and he was a uh, Hebrew scholar. And I said, his name is John Oswald. And I said, Dr. Oswald, what does the word acknowledge really mean? And he said, that's a really great question. It means to know someone intimately. Uh, it's, it's to, uh, as, I, as I looked it up in the in, uh, Bible dictionary, it says to intimately know, to comprehend, to be familiar with, to be sure of, to be certain of. It's the same word used throughout, uh, uh, in, especially in the King James Version, uh, the, to refer to intimacy between a husband and his wife to produce children. God has made himself knowable and and so if we want to uh, to be able to trust in the Lord with all our hearts and not to lean on our under, on understanding and and to to live a good life where we're living in trust of the Lord, we got to know him. We've got to spend time with him. God has made himself knowable. and I know that firsthand. In June of, of 2005, Uh, my devotional life had become very, very uh, stagnant. And our family was on a a vacation. We'd gone down to see my parents. And on the way back, we were staying with some friends living in Kentucky at the time. They've now moved back to the area. But um, the the morning after we got to their house, I woke up early that morning. The sun was coming in the window, woke me up. uh, And and as I lay there, I felt just really spiritually stale. And I got up and I, I went to the car and I found a a journal that i had purchased 3 years earlier and started 3 years earlier at a bookstore in columbus and and uh, i just want to read the entry from that from that morning i was able to find it very quickly today and this is what i wrote to the lord lord speak to me lord my in my desperation and failure i've become discouraged i feel like this is from the sin of unbelief Lord, I've allowed false gods back into my life. I repent, and I will seek you first from now on. Lord, let this be the turning point. Lord Jesus, I will seek you first. I will seek you with all my heart. And that was the beginning of a turnaround in my spiritual life. Because from that point forward, I, I had had this journal for three years, and I hadn't even come close to filling it up. And I kept that journal and, and kept writing in it. And... Um, That morning, the Lord took me to Romans 3.21, which is really the beginning of the good news of the gospel recorded in Romans 3 through 8. And he began to give me insight into the new covenant captured in Romans 3 through 8. We had an intimate fellowship there in in discussing this scripture in my journal. And I began to, to just continue to journal from that point forward. I hardly ever missed a day after that. About three years ago, May of 2017, the Lord spoke to me that morning and said, Neil, I want 7 to 9 o'clock to be mine. Stop scheduling breakfast. Stop scheduling appointments. Uh, I want 7 to 9 to be two hours that you spend with me. This is now my my 28th journal, 27th since that first journal that I showed you. And I spend time with him each morning. Sometimes I journal. Sometimes we just talk. I I read three devotional books, Streams in the Desert, Jesus Calling, and The Divine Romance. I read the day's entry for each of those. I read the Word. I read the Psalms. But I listen to his voice. And I know his mind and heart. He speaks to me. And I know... Him to the point that I do trust him. He answers my questions as well as my prayers, but he has made himself known to me, and he will make himself known to anyone who really wants to know him. Then there is this promise. My fourth point is this if you trust in the Lord with all your heart, if you Know that you can can fall back into his arms and he will catch you. If you refuse to be smarter than God and eat from that wrong tree of of the knowledge of good and evil. If instead of trying to know good and evil for yourself, you choose to know him in an intimate way. As a father, a lover, and a friend. Then he makes you this promise. He will direct your steps. Or he will direct your paths or make your paths straight. Again, looking at the word, direct your paths. He will make your steps on your path ahead of you straight, right, pleasant, prosperous, fit, and good. Well, that's the, the kind of path and the steps that I want to walk. If you're in a covenant relationship with the living God, the loving God, the good and gracious God, through faith in Christ, just get to know him and come to the place where you can trust him with all your heart. And he will lead you down the right path for your life. Where you need to end up. I just want to share this morning what he said to me. And I was thinking about this message. And we were talking. And he just repeated these words to me in my, in my journal. I recorded this. He, still, he said, Neil, trust me with all your heart. Trust in me. Be completely confident in me. Put the full weight of your life and well-being and ministry on me. And don't lean on or put weight in your own uh, abilities to understand life and your circumstances and what you see with your own eyes. But know me. Seek to know me. Seek my face. Seek my presence. Seek my voice. My mind. My heart. Abide in me. Be still and know that I am God and I will make your path straight. And direct you along the narrow path led by my spirit that leads to life and peace and fruitfulness. I promise. Love Jesus. If you don't know this God who loves you. And is totally trustworthy. I want to lead you. And I'm sorry. And who wants to lead you down that best path for your life? I just invite you now to pray this prayer with me. Would you just pray this prayer and I will just lead you through this. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. And for paying for all my sins on the cross. Come into my heart. Live your life in and through me. That's what he wants to do. Fill me with your Holy Spirit of life. Take over my life and live through me from now on. And then say thank you for coming into my heart and life Thank you for filling me with your spirit. Lead me on this path of life. In your name I pray, Lord Jesus. Amen. And I want to pray this prayer for all of you. May your trust in the Lord be with all your heart. May you not lean on your own understanding. May in these times of of trouble and peril and anxiety and, and uncertainty, may you be able to just lean into him and lean on his trust, lean on his faithfulness, on his trustworthiness. May you truly come to know him deeply and intimately. May he guide your steps along the best paths for your life. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this message. For more information about our church, visit vineyardnorthridge.org or find us on social media at Vineyard Northridge.